Hello and welcome to the Fight to Fight with me, Holly Donovan. And today we are joined by a very special guest. We have five-time boxing champion in three different weight categories with a CV that is actually quite unbelievable. We have Susie Q. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? An absolute pleasure. I'm good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And thank you so much for tuning in from Australia. I know it's the evening right now. Yes, it's 8.30 uh, over here, so nice and warm actually tonight, which is good. Oh, lovely. I'm very jealous. London is cold. <laughs> move right over. So I want to start off by saying, well, congratulations for a start. So, I mean, looking at your CV and everything that you have done, you have been consistently in world level fights since what, 2009? How, my first question is how? How do you manage to stay at the top of your game constantly and for so long? You know, I actually didn't think about that, but I think I'm probably <laughs> the only Australian who's, who's been fighting the longest in the, as a professional. So um, honestly, you know, everything's about consistency. Like if you want to get fired, you want to achieve things, um, you know, it's all about, I think that's the main thing is being consistent. I'm always consistent with my training. I love it. You know, I love training i love fighting you know i love boxing so i think you know being passionate about it is is another reason as well so um you know i've done really well knock on wood no injuries so that's a you know i think that's a you know really important um you know if you're gonna have a long career in boxing um you know you know what boxing is like you know it's a, it's all about hit and don't get hit so yeah done well so far <laughs> ah, absolutely so you had a that's couple amazing. of years now. Yeah, couple so, of years out for lockdown. So I know that you guys were locked up for like a thousand years. Um, so <laughs> yeah. when, when you were finally released back into the world, um, you went straight in for a world ranked opponent. And then pretty much straight after that, you took on Chanika Johnson in another world title fight. So did you not want a warm up or like to, to ease yourself in or anything like that? I think for me at my level, a warm-up is someone ranked, you know, in the top 10. Otherwise, I mean, it's it's almost like, a, you know, it's hard to get motivated if you're not fighting someone in the top 10. I'm, I'm pretty much old school, so, um, you know, I like the high price. And, um, yeah, I think the fight after that, I probably needed more um, time. I mean, you know, that it was jumping up two weight divisions, but yeah. um, knowing, you know, my opponent, she, she was a lot bigger than that. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I can't put on weight. The only time I can put on a kilo is during that time of month as a female. And I'll hold about, you know, a kilo of water around my waist. And yeah. That was, that was, I was lucky that that's happened, you know, for that fight because they probably wouldn't have sanctioned it. So, but um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's been great. I mean, I love it. That's, that's the main thing for me is the challenges. Yeah, absolutely. You definitely don't make it easy for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, look, I, it's, I think my whole life's just been that way, you know, I've had a tough upbringing and, you know, I mean, look, I've been in situations where, you know, there's, you know, near death, you know, I've been held hostage, had a knife put out on me, wow. rolled a car, and, you know, I'm like to be alive, so, you know, with things that happen in my life, I think it's made me who I am today, and it's made me that strong person and to take those bigger challenges and harder challenges. So um, the easier it is, I think the boring, I mean, it's boring for me if it's easy, sorry. The harder it is, um, yeah, you feel better. Yeah, 
I totally agree with that. <laughs> if it's not hard, it's not worth doing. <laughs> exactly. That's great yeah. that you brought up your upbringing as well, because I would like to rewind and I want to know how you found boxing. Um, and the fact that something that really baffles me is that uh, boxing in Australia, so it wasn't legal for women to fight until I think it was 2000 in Queensland and then New South Wales wasn't until 2009. So how, how did you manage to find it? And yeah, tell me. <laughs> Oh, I was lucky I was um, in Melbourne, so, <laughs> but yeah, look, it was extremely hard at the time, um, you know, especially certain states that obviously New South Wales is a band professional boxing, so I really had to make a statement, you know, I really had to work extremely hard, and, because they had this whole view of, like, women can't fight, and, it's, it's, you know, it's not good to watch, and, you know, they don't have the skills and that sort of stuff, so I had to make sure that, you know, um, I was learning all the boxing skills, and the way the old school is, it's, it's almost like, um, you know, they want you to get a lot of experience, a lot of fights. I mean, even if you're um, you're, a, you're an amazing fighter, they won't throw you in for a world title, even if you're ready for it. It's just that they want you to keep getting as much experience and when you do get to that level, like myself, and I can be consistent at that level. Um, so, look, it was really hard, you know, and we just had to knock on everyone's door and, you know, and... and Finally, you know, they allowed me to fight and um, everyone loved it, the crowd loved it and I just had to keep being consistent, um, you know, with my boxing skills and get better and, yeah, look, and then I think I thought I ended up fighting on um, Anthony's undercard in, in um, New South Sydney, somewhere around there, but, yeah, or Queensland, I'm not sure. But, yeah, everything changed, so I got to fight there as well afterwards. So they... they they made a complete change after seeing me, I think, and yeah. also because we had so many, um, we did a lot of work behind the scenes as well. You know, at the Foxtel didn't want to televise women's boxing. So we, you know, my Australian title fight at the time, they weren't going to televise it. And then they had so many people just calling in and making complaints about it. So they changed it like two days before fighting. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, look, I remember, I remember 2011 before going to Mexico and training in America and, you know, we went and spoke to like um, Showtime and all that, and you know, they didn't want anything to do with women's boxing. So, yeah, um, yeah it was very tough. I just had to keep going, and um, I did. So, yeah. How did you find opponents? Because obviously, you were one of the first, really, I think, absolute pioneer. So, did you find enough people to fight and to practice your skills? Well, I fought a lot of uh, males, obviously, because there wasn't many girls around. I think there was only one. Uh, with two pro girls in Australia. So in a way, I think it worked out well for me because we had to get them in, in internationally. So, um, yeah, so that sort of pushed, you know, for, which will cost more money. So it pushed women's boxing a bit more, I think. Um, so, yeah, it was hard to get opponents, but, you know, considering how hard it was and, you know, the lack of females around and all that um, and not having the exposure and, you know, the world titles, were, yeah, it would be hard to get. But like we managed to do all that, so um, yeah, I'm truly blessed. To... Yeah. How did uh, you? We really pushed really hard. We worked extremely hard. Yeah, absolutely. How did you find your way to the Brizzy Gym? Like, what made you walk in? <laughs> I think my life just sort of took me there. It's um. You know, it's, you know, one day I wake up and I say, like, I've got to really change my life, change my ways. And, you know, look, uh, 
who just went through many challenges in life and, you know, from from a hard going up, you know, it was it was tough as a kid and then being a shy girl and getting bullied and, and then turning the extreme opposite and um, started hanging around with the wrong people and, you know, all that sort of stuff and bad relationships and, you know, things like that. So it was so much. My health was pretty bad as well um, because, because of all the stuff I went through and, you know, I... Like I said, I'm lucky to be alive and I wanted to, you know, I was driving past there and seeing a bunch of people out there and um, and I just said, look, this is something that I reckon will discipline them because I played soccer for many years. Um, I didn't take it serious the first year, um, you know, because I was falling over my feet more than kicking the ball, but you know, I done extremely well in soccer and I think that's where I sort of noticed that competition side of me, the competitive side. Yeah. Um, and that, mode, you know, where that, that drive um, to become better and, and, you know, be able to do something because physically, you know, I was capable of doing something. So I wanted to do something that was a bit more challenging and boxing. And I just then out there and I said, that's it. I'm going to box and be a millionaire. (laughs) (laughs) How did you manage? I I read that you worked as a PT as well. Um, I also read that you worked as a private investigator, by the way. I think that's really cool. Um, so I was wondering how you managed to make these things balance. So how did you do, you know, a full-time job and box? Because obviously, like, back then, I'm guessing the money wasn't there. Um, well, the money was definitely there as, a, as an investigator. So, um, you know, I mean, look, it's obviously, you know, because I was sort of... Uh, look, I was pretty well-known in Melbourne um, before being a boxer as because of the people I hung around with and, you know, all the bad people that, you know, you, you think you're cool at that time, you know, you think you're, um, so I think it was all that and then I sort of wanted to straighten my life and went into that field and, you know, I worked as an investigator many years, but, you know, obviously the past creeps up here and, um, yeah, so uh, that didn't turn out, so I sort of had to leave that and, um, yeah, I got into PTs and stuff, obviously, when I started boxing Yeah. because uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed um you know, teaching people and, you know, getting them fit and all that sort of stuff as well. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I love being active. So you just keep going. You like having tons to do. <laughs> yeah, I do. Like, I'm very active. Like, I've got a lot of energy. And I think um, a job for me that sort of hasn't got that physical side of things, it's like um, I get bored pretty quick. Yeah. I like that, thing, a lot of physical. But, you know, I mean... As a, as a fighter, I also know um, recovery is so much. It's really, really important. So I know during camp times, um, obviously, I cut back a lot and, um, you know, that sort of stuff. So, yeah. yeah. But otherwise, I'm always on the go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when you were in Brizzy Gym and you first went there, did you, did you have to fight to get noticed? Or um, were there any other females? Was it just you? Like, how, how did that make you feel? <laughs> it was just me and um, they didn't take me serious at all. Oh. And, um, I mean, said, I want to fight. <laughs> and they said, oh, no, you're too small. You're a girl. You could get hurt. You could train here anytime you want. And, um, yeah, so I was the first one in, last one out and um, had to prove them wrong. So, wow. and uh, it was only months later they said, you want to fight? I said, bloody oats. <laughs> yeah. Like this, so, yeah. That's really cool. I think I must have seen something in me that, that determination and really willing to learn because I wanted to learn so much, yeah. um, you know, because everything I was learning at the gym, I was practising at home as well. So, uh, yeah. and I think they could see that and, yeah. 
Yeah. Which is good. <laughs> see that dedication. Proven them wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was going to ask you about your community. So not only are you a female being a boxer, but you're from a Muslim community, female, trying to be a boxer. So <laughs> how did that play out? And how, <laughs> what was the reaction from the community? And how did you, how did you have to deal with that? Yeah, it was very hard. I mean, being, um, I'm Australian born, raised in Australia. And other than that, you know, being a Muslim as well and being a female, it was the whole thing about, no, you should be at home in the kitchen and, huh. you know, you should be married with kids and the typical, you know, um, sort of thing. But it's, yeah, but I think it was more so, it wasn't just the Muslim community, it was just the, just the old school, like just people just, like a, a lot of the guys didn't think that women should fight. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so eventually it took a while, um, obviously, to change people's minds, especially the Muslim community. And um, they're very protective over women and they feel that women shouldn't be getting hurt and stuff like that. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, now it's it's changed and they're all, in, you know, in for it. It's Because it's great for, you know, self-defence, confidence, you know, fitness and all those sorts of things as well. And there are many Muslim women competing now as well. So things have turned around and it's just fantastic to see. Yeah, it really is. I think as well, like, I think it's incredible how long ago you did that as well. Because over here in the UK, we've got a couple that are coming through and it feels very new. And then actually it's not new. You did this. <laughs> you know, you did this 15 years ago. And I think that's incredible that you were like the first. Yeah. And I just, yeah. It's incredible. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like I said, I always love the hard work, don't I? <laughs> yeah, you've done it all. You did all the hard work so that everyone else then followed. <laughs> so I've got to ask now, like, what's next? Um, do you fancy coming to the UK? That's my first <laughs> question. I think that you would have a lot of support over here. We love Australian fighters. So would you fancy that? Yeah, I'd definitely love to. Um, and I've got some friends over there as well. Like I've got um, cousins that live there that I haven't seen in a while. And uh, okay, look, I'm not just going to come for a holiday. I'd love to play. <laughs> Absolutely, you know. Um, but yeah, I think you know UK now they're really booming with boxing. And to be honest with you, like women's boxing is fantastic at the moment. Like there's so many girls. But you know, there's always pros and cons. Um, with everything and I think I feel that um you know there's a lot more girls not just myself but like around the world and and America as well you know girls that have been ranked girls that are doing well I think you know a lot of them I mean I could say UK is sort of like the mecca of Boston at the moment right so to, to mix it up and bring them all in and get some great fights happening would definitely be amazing yeah for yeah, sure it'd be really exciting would you consider fighting I know Ebony Bridges you're similar you, well, you, you could be in the same weight category. Um, do you fancy a fight with her? Or maybe, uh, was it Shannon O'Connell? Who got, uh, she beat Chanika Johnson, I saw. So do you fancy either of those? <laughs> yeah, well, Shannon, Shannon fought Shanika Johnson. That was Bantamweight. Um, to be honest with you, Shanika Johnson's, she, she, she walks around, she's, she's very heavy, you know. Yeah. Um, so she does well getting down to Super Bantam and, and Bantam, right? Um, you know, Super Bantam is big for me. Um, obviously, I'm really, I'm really small. Bantam weight and strong. Uh, super fly weight's only a kilo. Yeah. So I'm happy to fight either Super fly or, or, or Bantam weight. 
Um, you know, definitely fighting the bridges. I mean, yeah. you know, and then it's not about the exposure or any of that. Um, I'm not fussed about that, to be honest, you know, because my goal was to fight for a super flyweight uh, world title, and that's what I was aiming for after lockdown. Then that, um, obviously, the other fight happened and all that. So, um, yeah, so I'm not phased about all that, but in terms of the fight, yeah, well, definitely. I mean, if you know, I'm I'm all down for any fight. To be honest, I mean, look, yeah. we had there could have been an opportunity for Dina. Um, you know, we were happy about it, but obviously we couldn't arrange um, things um, in terms of like um, you know, the financial, you know, financial side of it. And you now, obviously, the three Denmark judges. It sort of so it had to be you know fifty people. You know, it had to be kind of worthwhile. Um, yeah, you know what I mean. So. Yeah, so I'd be happy to fight anyone, to be honest, um, in Bantamweight or Super Flight. Um, yeah, so it just um, depends what we can get. If she puts her hands up, well, hand up, I'll definitely be there, but yeah. I don't think she will. Oh, I'd love it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be, yeah, I think it'd be exciting, too, because we're used to be friends and, you know, I think she's still holding a grudge. Because, I think it's gone dark now, sorry. I think cause it's, um, it was sunny and that, but can That's you see right, me? Or, right. I could just about see it. You're a shadow. You're a sh yeah. <laughs> you Why do you hold a grudge, or does she hold a grudge, or is something happening? No, no, I don't. I don't have a grudge at all. Like I'm, you know, uh, nothing at all. I think she does. I think she's still a bit, no, I ain't shitty about it though. You know, yeah. um, just it didn't work out. You know what I mean? We just, I mean, I don't want to get into it too much, to be honest. Yeah. Um, just you know, we, I didn't feel that she was a, a friend, and it just it didn't work out, and I didn't want to. Um, associate myself like I sort of um, I'm one of these people who uh, look, I've been uh, I've had so many friends and obviously when I got into boxing I took it very seriously so I had to pick and choose my friends who I hang around with all those sorts of things I stay away from drama anything that's got to do with drama because I fully I just uh, uh, you know you get to an age where you know because you can't be bothered with that or just, no. I focus on boxing so much that um you know, there's no room for, because boxing is a lifestyle and it's not about the training and all that sort of stuff, but it's outside as well, you know, what you eat, how you sleep, who you hang around with, uh, all those sorts of things. So, um, yeah, so it would be a good fight, I think, because of that, because, yeah. I think the, so, the styles would make it as well, because I think you're very technical with the power um, and she's got the kind of like cardio with crazy power. So I think if the styles would make such a good fight. <laughs> I'm excited about yeah. that now. I think that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they um they call for it, I'll definitely take it. <laughs> I'll try. Oh, you've gone very dark now, but it's all right. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll let you go. Um, let me this so one Is that all right? Oh, sorry, I just got my hand over there at the moment. <laughs> oh. Okay. Do you know what technology is a nightmare? <laughs> yeah, because it's um. Daylight saving, so we're still uh, yeah. you know, there's still some light, and I didn't turn the light on, so it's okay. Don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Thank you so much for talking to me today. Like I've really appreciated it, and I can honestly say that it, it was a privilege. Like seeing everything that you've done, being excited about you, and I mean, I, I'm a boxing fan first and foremost before the presenting, and I know that I would love to see you over here. So may, maybe I don't know. Be, be mean to Ebony on Twitter, because I'm telling you, that then they'll put the fight on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, 
I just can't be somebody that I'm not. So <laughs> oh, you know, I agree. Um, no, don't worry. You know, know, just, it's cool. Yeah. Thank but you, you never know what happens. Yeah. Well, thank I'll you. I really appreciate it. No worries. Thank I'll you very here. much. I can't wait for your next fight. So thank you so much. <laughs> Cheers. Have a good one. Have a great day. You too. Thank you so much. Yeah.